So, hey, what the fuck? You're back. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. You're back. You've been gone. You've both been gone. You've been gone the most, Everybody's been I guess. Gone. Yeah, the, no, long, oh. the furthest. It's here. hypothetically my fault that I didn't record an episode by myself. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, no. Did you feel like you had to do an episode by yourself? You know, I thought about it and figured it'd be weirder than it would be a worth it. A monologue by Zach. Yeah. Because I'd just be like, here's the things I've read recently I about feel, tech. How, yeah. It must be so hard to record a uh, podcast by yourself. I know yourself. a guy who does it, and I don't podcast. know how he does it. Right. Like, it, I guess if you interview people, it's, it's different. He does it's different. <laughs> you so, could do like a, you could interview yourself. You know, like oh, have gosh. a list of questions to answer, and that could be a little bit more interesting. Could be, could be fun. Yeah, but then but we're it not... becomes kind of like a Q and A kind of thing, and then you're already in YouTube territory, and then like, why is That's this a podcast? Fair. Like and subscribe. <laughs> okay, uh, so <laughs> yes, I am back from New Zealand. I flew a very long way, and I'm very over planes. How how is uh, your jet lag by now? Uh, terrible. Really? I wake up at like five a.m. and weird times still. So you know, this way is like the least horrible way to have for your jet lag, right? This way is the, wor- the worst way. Really? From, well, I think from New Zealand, you cannot have a good way. Right, yeah. Um, but it's because it's like 12 hours difference. So you're not, it, like, no matter what you do, it's going to suck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hey, whatever. Yeah, from Tokyo, it's only eight hours. Only. Uh, <laughs> kill me. I had a 15 hour flight the other day. No. And like, uh, by the end of it, you're like, I would not like to live. <laughs> do they have to refuel highway? That's crazy. No, well, yeah, you go to Dubai and then fly for another eight. So. I think those big planes could fly 23 hours without stopping. The, the, the longest flight in the world is coming. It will be from London to Sydney, and it was 21 hours. And that sounds like some, like, fucking, like, snakes on a plane shit. Like, <laughs> it sounds like a fucking nightmare, to be honest. Like, yeah. Like, the f- flight over to Japan was... Uh, on the way there, 10 hours, and on the way back, for some reason, 12. Yeah, yeah, because it takes longer because the wor- world is spinning. <laughs> is that the thing? Yeah. Oh. It's because the world goes that way or something. Mm. Did you watch any of the SpaceX keynotes where no. Elon Musk, you know, it's like a two-hour keynote. It's like a legit. Oh, yeah, and like, they're super ranty. Well, like, he, he's there and he's just like saying what he thinks. He talked, yeah, pretty much. But he talked about like how they were going to use the new rockets that hold people to do intra- City, they call it intracity, I think. So you could go from London, New York to Adelaide. Is it Adelaide? Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Australia in 11 hours. Wow. That's ridiculous. Because it just goes up to space and then comes back down. Nobody wants to go to Adelaide, though. That's what what he left out of it. I think it's where they could buy land for a landing pad. Oh, yeah. There's nothing. Adelaide (laughs) is on the side of the country where there's just nothing. (laughs) It's like a desert. But it was like you could go between any two major cities in less than 11 hours. I mean, I'll take it. That's how they're going to fund all the space travel missions that they want to do without selling seats. Makes sense. You know, the trips they have to do to Mars before they can, like, sell tickets for it um, can be partially wondered. paid for doing expensive flights for rich right, people right. across the planet. The sad thing about flying places is that, like, we could go faster. It's just not fuel efficient. Like, And also, but still, like, 11 hours. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like, 12 hours in a plane is still fucking shit. Like, yeah, halfway yeah, through, terrible. you're like, oh, we're ha- halfway. And then you're like, fuck, it's another six well, and hours And then now I have another eight-hour flight. And on the second one, I was like... No more content. I cannot put any more content yeah. in my face. I was just like sitting there like, kill me. <laughs> yeah. Doing the five movies to get from here to San Francisco. It's just, it's, Ugh. you're just like, I don't even remember what I watched. I don't So I have a plain good. strategy. Do you want to know it? And then we yeah. can talk about tech stuff. Uh, I feel like it's I been a year take, since we did our travel tip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I always take a really uh, weird, long game with me. So like civilization is like the best because you lose track of time. It's turn-based. So you like... 
it's like you're in it and it, those games go for like eight hours and so you don't have to flick between things to be entertained you just play this game and that's what i do every damn time it works oh, i don't know why sounds awful i it's, always get that like weird uh like self-consciousness of other people seeing my screen oh yeah me too <laughs> I don't but, know. I just yeah. You're like watching a movie on this plane thing, and like a sex scene comes on. You're like skip. <laughs> there was like, a woman next to me, and she saw the movie Bohemian Rhapsody twice. Oh, she watched the same movie twice. She watched the same movie twice. I feel like she's like, like there's then, no other content on this damn thing. And then when she when she finished it, she went back and like watched all her favorite scenes. <laughs> Wow. It's like watching... <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't even... I don't so know what to say about one, that. One last plain fact. Apparently, if you're on high altitude, um, it's uh, you're more emotional. Really? Yeah. So wow. I cried all the way through. Oh. Um, uh, what's it called? Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> <laughs> I also watched that for the first time on a flight. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about, like, uh, a lot of... We've got a lot of things to blast through this week, so I think we should jump into it. Yeah, I guess a lot of things happened since the last we time me and Zach so recorded much. and you didn't listen to. Yeah, I know. So you you can listen really to know. 10 minutes of guilt about that. Uh, I'll put it in the, the outro post, yeah, the because show. you didn't listen to the yeah. other outro. I heard I should. Somebody told me to. So there you go. So what happened while we were away? Well, yeah, do we want to do that? or do we Yeah, want let's to... do a little like stuff we missed. Okay. And then we can focus on a couple. Yeah, let's do the stuff we missed. All right. Well, everything about like 12,000 Facebook stories. <laughs> I, yeah. So just let's like make it a little bullet list real quick. The data mining thing where third-party apps were actually mm. doing the bad this time and sending your data to Facebook even if you didn't have a Facebook account and you yep. didn't connect to Facebook and the app didn't use Facebook yep. login, they were still taking your login information and any personal information about your phone they could gather and mm-hmm. just shipping it to Facebook to try and mine more data. Yep. Ugh, ew. I... Take my words. I need to write a story about this, but I think the next big scandal is that um, the top one million apps on the Apple App Store use Facebook SDK. That's bad. That's a million apps. You can't opt out of it. Like, that's not a... Like, that's crazy. I'm throwing my phone in the canal. Yeah. And so that... uh, Just a quick note about that Facebook one. It was weird because it was like they oriented it around like it being Facebook's fault, but it's all these shitty companies (laughs) using it as an analytics platform. Like, they're like... Oh, well, we'll just send, like, period tracking data to Facebook. Cool. Like, what the fuck? It should be, it should be, like, it's it's on both sides. Yeah. But I don't think Facebook's platform understood what to do with it anyway. Like, it's not data that they knew what to do. Like, they're sending it because they want to do They'll data crunching. Out something oh, I'm to sure. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so I, I guess we're, in, we're, the last 10 years were, like, data mining and then maybe they'll figure out what to do with it in the next mm. 10 years. But then They've again, there's going to be so much more data in the future that, I don't know, should we really be afraid? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. the it, we're just going to make applications to go through the data instead of people, and there's mm. the biases from the people already built into those applications. Yeah. And then you get a summary of data that's biased, mm. even if the data wasn't as bi- It's all bad. Yeah. Um, and then there was the Facebook story about the moderators that look at content on facebook oh, to God. take down and yeah, how like, horrific horrible. that job is yeah that that one was a rough one because i remember like last year they said oh yeah we're going to use machine learning to like get through the nasty stuff but i think they realized about six to 12 months ago like oh shit you cannot do that like yeah. it's there's no automated way to get rid of like pictures of dead people like it's horrible somebody has to do that job but what's really bad is that it's people external to facebook and they like right. reviewed like friggin' Uber drivers. Like, 
if you your accuracy score goes down and Facebook is like, no, you shouldn't have taken that down, you can lose your job. Like, what? So these people have to look at, like, these horrible, horrible things all day, and then they could lose their job for getting one wrong. Yeah, so you would imagine, like, if you put someone in a job like that, you would, like, um, give them a massage every day and, mm. like, give them really good food and take care of them. But no. And apparently the people who, who work for Sanders like that don't even get to say that they work for Facebook. It's mm. And it's top secret. Right. And they're not allowed to speak about it in their private life as well. Which is, I mean, I guess that makes sense because it's all privacy, blah, blah, blah. But you know how, like, tough it is to not be able to talk about what you do every day? That's that's another like level of stress in itself like i don't know mm. anyway facebook is bad what else happened? oh there was one more facebook thing that we you might have talked about because i don't know because i feel guilty now um the so fact that they were paying teams we have talked about that yeah we talked about themselves yeah i can't believe you didn't listen so, to the episode <laughs> well the final thing about it is they killed the vpn yesterday after like fucking five years of bad press yeah and i was like Maybe it was because it asked Frederica. Yeah. It's friggin' it's friggin' <laughs> hilarious though. It's like how what what So no Onavo has been uh it's dead. Uh, it, it, they, they took Onovo. it down in Onovo. Well no, I'm just saying like it's oh no, it's gone. Oh anyway, they took they, <laughs> Jesus Christ, they took it down in uh, August, I think, already. Yeah, well so they got rid of it for that, but it had and some other had, name like, and like Yeah, whatever. they had like a research uh copy so of it. Shady. Yeah. <laughs> I have one more Facebook thing. I have two more Facebook things. Oh, my God. Um, there's an episode of Recode Decode, the Care Switcher podcast, mm. where she interviews this guy. It, I can't remember the exact title. It's got, like, Zucked in the title. As oh, in, like, yeah. fucked. Yeah, but yeah. this guy was a VC, like, early in tech, and, like, made a ton of money on, the, like, the dot-com boom and mm-hmm. bust, and then was an early investor in Facebook and has been an advisor for, like, years. And he, like, realized kind of abruptly, like, with the Myanmar stuff, like, mm. oh, shit, like, maybe this is bad. And he went to Sandberg and Zuckerberg mm. and told them, and they just, like, stopped talking to him. Wow. And so he wrote a book about it. What? That's crazy. I think the book is called Zucked or something like that. But. Zucked. I love Let's it. Let's put it in the show notes. Yeah. yeah. Sounds so cool. So is that. And then my yeah. other Facebook one is sort of, like, an intersection with a YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the story about all these pro-vaccination groups, oh, which are, like, sake. medical yeah. groups. Mm-hmm were, like, pretty much iced out of YouTube because they were noticing literally every recommended video after their videos were anti-vax. Were anti-vax. What? And so they had to, like, they were just, like, it's better for us just not to be on YouTube than to be on YouTube and then everybody that watches our video be recommended 15 don't vaccinate your children videos after. Why doesn't Google just turn off the automated recommendations? Like, at the end of the video, you know because you're, like, MySpace, your no, MySpace top eight. Works. You should be able to do it yourself, though. Like, Yo, no, no, it doesn't work, though, clearly. I mean... It gets their numbers up. Right, that's what I mean. <laughs> it works that's for them. Yeah, but what if works. they let you choose the videos that go at the end of your video? No, they they just want you to be in a yeah. YouTube loop forever. That's, yeah. like, obvious, right? thing is, this anti-vax thing is just really... It's really fucking scary because yeah. there could be like a small subset of people that decide to not fax their children well, anymore. There and are, then, yeah, you and, see it. But like, you only need a small fragment it's of less the population, right? Yeah. yeah, and then like it will, they will fuck it up for in the New, rest of well, us. Well, in New Zealand, there's a huge problem actually right now with it. Like stuff that was eradicated, like twenty yeah. percent of people have it now. It's like uh, Pol- okay. polio and measles are back. And yeah, that's scary. 
because like Frederick is saying, it's like herd mentality. Yeah. It, it just takes a couple people. Nobody has a reason. They're just doing it because of the internet. No, but it, it just takes a couple people to make the vaccination work for nobody. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like, yep. it's so dumb. Yeah. I can't, but we could talk Welcome about that for hours. I yeah, I always feel like maybe there should be more strict rules about it as well. Like maybe if you want to put your kid to school, you have to vaccinate them. So what I think is really interesting is like the UK did this report about like social media and the effects it has on people and they called Facebook a digital gangster in it. But one of their advices for the British Parliament is to um, actually make platforms liable for shit like this. Yeah. So yeah. like if there's that stuff on there and it can be traced back to them not moderating it properly, then it's actually their problem and I'm kind of into it. That's good. Yeah. I, I think it's a first step. Well, they have to. And they even went as far as saying, like, the people, if they can't pin it on the platform, they'll do it on the engineers who implement the code then. Oh, that's important, I think. Oh, and I also heard that um, the EU is pressuring Facebook to break up into multiple companies. Oh, yeah. Germany, I think, is going to be the first to make it. That Instagram, WhatsApp, and Facebook can't operate in mm. Germany yeah. without being separate companies. Right, Sick. which is really fucking good. Germany has been <laughs> so on good. point They're with the this. Yeah. Like, they got Twitter to ban Nazis in their country. Oh, yeah. It's they, funny because you can, if you go on a German VPN and you look at a tweet that's obviously a problem, it's not there in Germany, but in, uh, like they obviously know which ones are Nazis and yeah. they still like show, like, it's crazy. Yeah. The, well, that was what I was going to say about the anti-vax stuff is like, this is the problem with the two sidesism. Like, yeah. Oh, well, it's free speech. Like, let both sides have equal say. It's mm. like they're not e- equal levels. Like, mm-hmm. anti-vax stuff kills people. Yeah. Yeah. And Pro-vaccination and, stuff yeah. is like, it's like banning WebMD. It's yeah, like, yeah. that's medical content. Yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> banning WebMD. Oh, God. Everything uh, leads back to you have cancer on that bloody website. That's true. Or you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Those are, those are two oh. outcomes. I get that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, should we talk Congrats. about Amazon stuff? Oh, which part? Uh, we've Jeff dick Bezos is dick, or we've got <laughs> dick pics. We've got New York City headquarters, and we've got uh, Arrow. Oh my god! I can't yeah, believe all this happened in one month. Jeff Bezos's dick was the best day on the internet. Oh, I can't believe Jeff Bezos took to Medium to post about his dick. Damn! <laughs> I can't believe it. I was wondering about the thing that happened in New York. So. I, I'm not really. I didn't really get what the news was, but what I got from it, like from like the outside, I guess, is that they were supposed to open an office in New York, a right? A very big one. And HQ then they pulled team. out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Jesus okay. Christ. That was bad. Um, so let's move on from that. No. So they did stop the office. It was like, remember they had Wait, that competition, that, that thing where it was like, where will the HQ two be? And they were like, surprise, we got so many subsidies, we're going to make two of them, two HQ2s. Anyway, so they chose uh, New York and Virginia. Virginia. I I was going to say Phoenix, but that was the other one. Um, Yeah, they chose Virginia. And they pulled out of New York because, well, uh, people didn't react very well to it. Uh, Politicians were, like, lobbying against them. Um, There was a lot of, like, local opposition. I think, like, it would have been net bad for New York, like... Amazon was just getting free money, essentially. But there is one defense that I'm going to get probably shouted at from John about. But uh, they were going to bring a lot of jobs there. Like, there was a lot of... they The, the city did a defense saying, like, we're kind of bummed about this because we lose all of the money from the jobs. Yeah. But why were they paying them to bring jobs? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I think if if Amazon hadn't done the competition, 
mm-hmm. the way that it did. Like, if it wasn't about subsidies, if yeah. they had just been like, we're opening an office oh, yeah, here. They would have been fine. I think that even the people that would still be against it wouldn't yeah. have won. This None of this would have happened. Like, yeah. it's it's because of the pageantry. And as soon as it got hard, they just put, like, they didn't want, like, <laughs> this to happen. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Mr. Pekka. Okay, let's move uh, on from right. that. Uh, but Aero is a really interesting... Aero is a um, Wi-Fi startup in yeah. San Francisco. They're, you know, it's actually primarily made up of, um, the core team was uh, ex-Apple engineers fired from the airport team, which is interesting. Oh, that um, is interesting. So And a ton of people that worked at Square yeah, went there. It was the very first, <laughs> that's amazing, it's the very first, like, Wi-Fi startup. I remember, like, it came out around the time that, like, airport was dying. What the fuck is a Wi-Fi startup? Well, just, like, there's all these mesh Wi-Fi things now. It used to be, like, if your Wi-Fi was shit, you'd buy one of those extender things that literally did, nothing, like, nothing. It just yeah. made it worse. And uh, now there's mesh Wi-Fi and, like, Google Wi-Fi, Eero. There's a few other ones. Um, and Eero was the first to make the real, like, the first mesh, like, nice thing. And I wish it was in Europe. Because they even have like a thing for like it has ad blocking built in and you get like antivirus stuff at the network level. It's really cool. Oh yeah, that's nice. Um, and the that. idea was like, what if your Wi-Fi could do more than just be a router? Like, yeah. I like the idea okay. of that. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, but Google, I don't know if it was a copy product and they just like copied Arrow and did it, or if they were already working on the, it at the same time. The I think Google it was Wi-Fi simultaneous. Thing? Yeah, the Google yeah. Wi-Fi. But they they both came out around the same time. Yeah. yeah. And Google Wi-Fi competes on price. Google Wi-Fi apparently is the number one Wi-Fi, number one selling Wi-Fi in something like 50 countries. Yeah. So I used to have it, but I didn't really, I mean, I didn't really notice any difference. Fair enough. I think, like, if you have a weirdly shaped house or something, like, it makes a big difference when you have a space that struggles to get coverage. Yeah, so that's the thing. So I don't really have solid Wi-Fi in my bedroom. Okay. The Dutch um, walls are hard yeah. to get Wi-Fi Well, this through. is the worst place in the world to do, do Wi-Fi. It's so dense. Yeah, So and then there's also a fuck ton of Wi-Fi networks around. Yeah, so it's I like guess, 80 from my house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so, crazy. Um, but it didn't fix it at all. Yeah. Oh, well, then you probably needed two of them. Right. That's, that's the actual, like, the Google Wi-Fi is only good if you have two. Same with Eero. Like, yeah. it's a nice thing, but you really need both to do the handoffy thing. I, yeah. So I have three Google Wi-Fi, and if any one of them goes offline, I lose Wi-Fi pretty much everywhere. Wow. wow. I mean, look. But okay, I, really so, need, I really need them to get across the apartment. Yeah, so here. I should I just buy two. Then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> buy, I've got two uh, spare ones. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> Done. Stop. <laughs> so, no. Welcome the, the, to Tech Problem Talk. The Aero <laughs> thing is really interesting to me because it says that Google was onto something, the fact that they yeah. had it, because Google has a smart home platform. It is the entry point for that. And it's a shame that they got acquired by Amazon because Amazon is going to, like, Amazon is the least upfront about what it's doing with all of those things. Like, yeah. Aero was independent. You kind of knew if you bought it, you weren't being like, ripped off like yeah the idea for some reason the idea of giving my whole internet connection to amazon is way scarier than giving it to google and i don't know why like amazon wants to sell me shit i think is the yeah. reason like their primary motivation also is selling. wants to sell you shit but yeah but then... just ads here's <laughs> here's like a flip side i'm gonna get this. those anyway no okay so amazon makes acquisitions based on trends they see yeah. on their platforms yeah yeah exactly and so they Google has a Google store on Amazon. 
I don't know how long that's going to last if Amazon keeps buying their yeah, competitors because yeah. they see Google products well. they're doing getting well. investigated over this uh, stuff right now. So, like, in the U.S., there's a... I think it's the U.S. There's a tr- antitrust India. investigation into... Oh, yeah, India. India. India into said, selling their own shit on their own platform. And India's going to do it with all marketplaces? Yeah, that you, If you're a marketplace, you can't also sell stuff on your marketplace. Oh, my God, I just remembered the best Facebook story. <laughs> I'm sorry, we have to pivot this again. There was also the thing where Mark Zuckerberg was like, yeah, well... I don't want to get into a situation where everybody has a camera in their living room. And <laughs> that the guy funny. owned him. And he was like, oh, yeah, but what about Porto? It has a camera. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen I couldn't anyone believe, do. Like, he, like, I, he was like a deer in the headlights. Like It was just like, oh, my God, you're an idiot. <laughs> Dude, that was the best dumb CEO move I've I ever know, seen. Like, oh, yeah, we have that thing with the camera. You know what would be stupid? This product we have. <laughs> <laughs> that was if, if Tim Cook was like, nobody should spend a ton of money on phones. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but, that man, it's insane how much stuff there was this month. Shall we Shall we go into, like, a big, big story? Like, do you want to... Wait, wanna can, do you, we have more? you mentioned big, Medium big story. with... Uh, Bezos's penis, and I just wanted to <laughs> jump back to Medium real quick. Two things changed. They're, I can't remember like what, what his title is. One of their VPs that mm. I've never heard of before, so he must be relatively new. I might be wrong about that. They've got a Medium publication that's called Three Minute Read, which is their stories like oh. from their company. Oh, okay. It's like Slack's... Um, Several people are typing, yeah, yeah. but it's less clever of a name. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to about how they're like clarifying how paid stuff works on medium because there's a lot of people hating on it right now I, so i'm a i'm a pro paid medium person okay. uh, but the way it works right now is everything is human curated mm-hmm. for the most part on the home page and in the yep. email newsletters contractors that actually do it great i think it's great that they have humans doing no it. algorithms they have algorithms for what it recommends at the bottom of your stories yeah yeah but uh, anyway, so they clarified a lot of like how that works and what they're doing mm-hmm. and how moving forward in the near future, all the stuff that you see on the homepage and the newsletters will be paid content. Fair enough. Which I think is right now the majority of people that pay are writers. That's and true. they want more just consumers so, to be paid. And so they're going to build out more like news publications and stuff. Yeah, their own and, verticals. Yeah. But you, they're you mean, all external people. You said uh, more readers to be paid but you mean that they pay medium right yeah 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 and then it gets paid out it gets divided across the stories that you read yeah, yeah. so i have two insights also into that paid so medium apparently is really surprised so i i have done some of the sponsored stuff like they pay they actually pay writers to write stories mm-hmm. yeah and then like it doesn't say that you were paid by it but it's like very clearly highlighted like it's it's like by the medium editors blah 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 right um, they pay really well to writers. I, there's no other news place that pays what Medium is paying right now, like at all. It's over a dollar a word. That's all I can say. I, I, do, you, uh, do you feel like they are trying to actually f- and succeeding to actually fix this problem with journalism on the I internet? I think that they're fixing the problem of attention a little bit, just because it's like not full of like shit that's like there to get your attention, like to yeah. click on other things. That's that part is nice. They, and they're paying for good writing, yeah. like. It's not, like, fragmented everywhere. Yeah. Um, they they recent or not recently, they a while ago went, we're not going to do ads on our platform. Yeah. And yeah. I think that they're trying to figure out, like, the way to solve it for journalists, yeah. to your point, of, like... Well, we want, they want to be the... Pla- so the guy that I work with pitched me. I met him in New York, and he pitched me as, like, if you weren't going to write on Medium, why? 
what would make you write? Like, is it money? Like, what is it? Because we want to be the place that you just go to write mm-hmm. because it makes more sense than banging into your CMS or whatever. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and apparently they've been surprised by the, like, amount of people subscribing. That was the other point I wanted to make is, like, it's going pretty well. Well, I haven't I, read a Medium article in such a long time. Really? Interesting. Uh, I Did old, I say wrote or read? Wrote or read. read. You said read. Read. Yeah. I only spend a lot of time reading on Medium around the same time I'm writing. Oh, yeah, that Like, makes I'll sense. write a post, and I'll spend, like, a month, like, hanging out on Medium as my, like, place to get news, and then yeah. I'll, like, drop off, and then the next time I want to write something, I start, like, picking it back up. Yeah. To your point also, Owen, about them paying really well, mm. I don't know how long-term that'll last, because well, it's all VC thing. money still. Well, so here's the, the, here's the point <laughs> I was going to make, is all of this I'm extremely skeptical on, because Medium has pivoted so many times and owned people on this. Right, like, I have yeah. been through... I have worked with them probably in four different phases of their pivots, and, like, every single time, the person I work with is just, like, gone one day when I email right. them. And then, like, one of them is they begged me for a year to do their paid membership thing. You could, like, make a paid publication on Medium that people could join... And then, like, they killed it overnight. I know. The other problem I have is, like, I have a custom domain on my publication. Mm-hmm. It's presentation.design. And you can't do that anymore. They don't add it, and I'm worried of losing it. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's... far, so good. But, yeah. Um, the other thing that I find really interesting is Ev Williams tweeted that any paid article on Medium, if you click through from a Twitter link, mm. it'll be free. That makes sense. I think, like... It's a bit of a barrier otherwise for people. So, like, it's a smart way to get you in the door. I just don't really understand how they'll upsell you. Like, it, it is. The correspondent actually does the same platform. thing. What does? The correspondent actually does the same thing. First click so, free. Yeah. So, if, you, if, if I am a subscriber to the correspondent and I send you an article, you get that article for free. You can read mm. it. You just can go to the homepage and, like, look it up. Read or other yeah, yeah, right. Um, but, and then they share. Usually, the people who write their stories, they share their stories on um, right. Twitter as well, and so everyone can read oh, them. Oh, that's nice. It's called a leaky paywall. Yeah, I like I, that actually because it, it like introduces you to the correspondent and like the writer and whatever, yeah. and it makes it more interesting for the writer uh, to write on that pl- platform as well because yeah. otherwise. I mean, it must be a bummer to be like, hey, friends, I wrote this really cool article, yeah, yeah. and then you have to pay to see yeah, it. Yeah, like, totally. The, that doesn't really work. Like, I would, yeah. If you're proud of your work, you want everyone to be able to yeah. see it at least. It's that tension of like paid journalism versus like making it feel like it's worth something as well. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's rough. I, I'm pro Twitter and pro medium, but it still concerns me that this is only on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's but I mean, I guess the New York Times does it where if, if it's a I think it's the New York Times, maybe it's Wall Street Journal, where if it's through Google, you get like a free, but oh, it's only Google. Oh, really? Yeah, well they stopped that officially, but some oh, of them did they do stop it. it. Yeah, but okay. I saw the New York Times now bans incognito mode. <gasps> yeah. Well that means that you can't watch it for free anymore. Oh, because right. it used to be every time I would it hit that paywall, I'd just go in incognito yeah. mode. <laughs> well, speaking of Twitter. Can we pivot to Elon Tusk? Oh my god! <laughs> so this is a Elon this, Tusk. This is what? a developing story. Is, this a, is, a bit, is it about his dick or? So last ah! night, last night our time, Elon Musk changed his Twitter handle to Elon Tusk, and then said that he would be sharing more tomorrow. So we don't have the full story yet. By the He's time actually you reviving woolly mammoths. <laughs> Could be. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah. But, Elon I mean, Tusk. he couldn't do anything to surprise me at this point, because no. it's all outlandish. Yeah. But, 
I was wondering if he actually also changed his handle, but he didn't. It's still Elon Musk. Yeah. So he got in trouble again with the SEC for a tweet. Mm. And so I think this is my height. Uh, my hypothesis is yeah. that he's doing this so he can't get sued anymore because it's like I didn't tweet that Elon Musk tweeted that he's gonna have to hire a Twitter babysitter or something like it's gonna get out of control at some point yeah I it's he has no self-control it's a weird thing anyway so by the time this comes out you'll know more about why this is or maybe but, less or less but I just think it's like a weird interesting thing that's uh, going on so many things all right I have four three more things on my list this is gonna list. be the lightning round episode yeah, that's I know. it I think that's going to be it. It's oh, almost, yeah. yeah. That's perfect. So I have three more things, and they're all hardware-related. Oh. Are we ready to pivot oh, to hardware? Oh, oh, yes. Okay. We have foldable phones. Pivot into folding? <laughs> okay, yes. Let's start with foldable what phones. What the fuck is happening? Why is... This is this is the same problem I had with... The fucking notch. The notch, yeah. So Apple's like, we had to, and everybody else is like, it's stylish, we're doing it, which yeah. is like not a reason, but... <laughs> I, have, I have a moderately spicy take. Okay, go ahead. The only reason this is happening is because nobody can copy Apple anymore because Apple is doing nothing. Ooh, I like that take. Four iPhones deep with a notch. And the, they rumor, have nothing new. the rumor is the 2019 phone is just four cameras. Yeah, and no USB C, which kill me. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so no, my, my take on this <laughs> we is... We can very, talk about USB-C. But my, very much so, every year the industry was looking to Apple to like for inspiration a little bit. Like, I like iPhones. I feel a bit bullied here. Well, no, it's fine to like them, but what is not okay is what's happening where they just like extend out the time that they take to innovate stuff and say it's new. Like, iPhone XS is the same phone as the Okay, X. but like, okay, but like, do we really need... Like innovation no. on phones. No, we, but we don't. Apple like, pushed do we... this model. <laughs> now, the problem is, is Apple. But did they're not this pushing it anymore. For Wall yeah, Street. No, they are. They are. They did it for Wall Street. Of like, if we do this every year, our stock goes up. Yeah. And our trillion dollars is stuck on that. Yeah, and that's and why folding phones are happening though, because they all need it too. And it is, I would argue, maybe the next thing. I don't think of phones, but um, it's interesting to see what happens when, like, they can't just clone Apple stuff. Like, oh, well, there's nothing to copy this year. So You know what Apple changes every year? What? Is the price tag. Oh, yeah, like Everybody true. else is cloning that because the foldable phones start at $1,800 USD and go up to $3,000. Oh, man, I can't wait to see a douchebag on a bike with his phone folded over. Watch, I can't like, wait to break both Instagram of my screens. Like, I'm going to break two screens screens now instead of one. No, I actually don't think that... that I Even think it's, more screens break. There's three screens on that I think thing, that right? this innovation is going to flop in phones. I think it's coming to laptops. This is 3D flop TVs. Yeah, flip, flop. <laughs> no, this is 3D TVs. The, there was an industry, TVs, that said people buy TVs on an average once every 10 years. What if we can get them to buy them more often? Exactly. Everyone bought TVs when we did 1080p. Yeah. Can we do something else to get them to rebuy nope. TVs? And so foldable phones is the... The dying phone industry yeah. saying one it more. Is, it is. Because phones were really boring for a couple of years. Like, they were silver and black and, like, whatever. And now they're getting weird as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I have a not pink phone five, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, five cameras. What if it goes sideways? It, it's true. Um, but, no, I really think that this is going to be more predominant in laptops and tablets than anything that, else. That's yeah, the, that the, makes sense. The folding technology 
is cool, it's the wrong size. Mm-hmm. If they had gone smaller or larger, it'd be cool. But like, but they can't are... get it smaller. That's the problem. And yeah. so in a tablet, you've got so much space. Like, put it wherever the fuck you want. So if they can get it smaller, that means that this is gonna be like VR in a way, where mm-hmm. we're like, oh, this is possible in the future. It looks mm-hmm. exciting. We, we can it's all years, see yeah. like what. what what it could be like we can also always like have fantasies about yeah. like how great it could be like on a small size whatever but we're not there yeah, yet yeah so i think it's going to doing the exact same thing as vr Every, the oculus and facebook are to blame for like getting everybody overexcited magic leap everyone was like cool this is great this is crazy and then like it died because it turns out it's kind of shit no i don't think it died i well, think it, it went didn't... underground for a while and yeah, it, it, it will, will. Five it years. will five maybe even 10 years yeah. it will like continue to be underground for a while but now it's at least it's already a thing that people are like well hololens 2 just came out and who daddy but uh, it's it's, it's the mean? same it's, it's the same thing good. with like the, the google glass thing yeah. right like it, it was way too early maybe we'll have that in 10 years yeah i, I agree i think um but at least we get to think about the ethical uh, parts of it as yeah. well already Instead of like, here is a perfect piece of technology yeah, that yeah. you that w- will blend into your life, and you've never thought about like the consequences of that. So I really like the idea that we like get a pre-taster, yeah. think about it for a while. What could it be? What could it mean? Let mm. artists think about it as well, and then like in ten years, like have Rather something. Rather than do it in secret for like a million years, right? Um, That's I cool. think yeah. like. First of all, I wouldn't exclude Apple from this. Like they have a bunch of patents for foldables, so they're working on it. But I would say, watch this space. I think tablets and laptops make so much more sense. Like, I never thought, like, wow, I wish my phone was a 10-inch tablet. But I did I did think, like, oh, this I have this iPad. I wish it could, like, be a bit smaller. Like, it would be cool if you could get the iPad and turn it into a mini sometimes. Why not? Frederica, would you buy an iPad Pro that folded? I'm not sure. Yeah, I actually don't know either. But, like... I, w- I, want, okay, a, I the- want an iPad Pro that doesn't have a camera. Oh, yeah. Me too. The absolute unit of a camera. Good lord. Why? There's so no apparently point. Apple knows about this and, like, they just don't care. I would pay more money well, for it. Well, apparently this year they're pushing Same. AI more than more than ever, so that's probably why. That is definitely why. But, like, let me have, like, I mean, just make a decision and, like, give me an iPad without it as well. Like, mm. I mean, as an illustrator, I just want it to be flat. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Or put four cameras on it, one in each corner. Yeah. I just like anything so it lays <laughs> yeah, like flat. Well, that's the crazy thing with like the Samsung phone. Or just make this thing thicker so it just... Has better battery life. The yeah. Samsung foldable has like two cameras on the inside, two on the outside, five on the back. And you're like, wait, so ah. Huawei showed a foldable phone and it's got this like thicker part that you hold. Yeah. Sort of like the Kindle Oasis. I think it looks like butt, but... No, no, no. I, uh, so I think maybe... <laughs> physically less nice but functionally better because the camera is on the part that you hold Mm. so if you fold it out the camera's a front-facing camera and if you fold it closed it's the on the back yeah so you don't need cameras on both sides which is genius yeah Yeah. but just like i don't i never thought like oh wow i wish my phone was 10 inches like it's just (laughs) yeah this is stupid i don't i think this is a i the biggest question i have and i'm writing a piece about this actually for medium (laughs) but uh ironically is this is one of the rare times where, like, I've watched all of the keynotes for these. Nobody said anything about what it's for. Like, Samsung was like, <laughs> we're unfolding the future. I'm like, what does it mean? Yeah, what are you? What does that mean? And then Xiaomi was like, yes, we're unfolding the next generation of device. And people keep interviewing them like, so what does this do? And they're like, well, you it know, folds. It, it folds folds the next generation. Okay, so I have, 
I have an Android phone and a Chromebook that runs Android apps, and I've got an iPad Pro. So I, I have a very good look at both app stores and what apps do all device sizes well, mm. and it's very few. <laughs> yeah. So the po- the idea that, like, okay, I have this phone-shaped app open, and I fold open my phone, that app is not going to be responsive to that whole screen very no. well. and. Only apps like Twitter are going to do that successfully just because they've spent all this time with Apple working on oh, their the, iPad version. The Twitter app for iPad is hilariously shit. Like, I don't mind it. Yeah, but, I know, but it's like the laziest approximation of what you could do with the space. Yeah. Like, it's just that huge... But that's what I'm saying. It's like nobody does that yeah, well. even Twitter. <laughs> like, And uh, so it's like... Okay, so now am I gonna just put two apps side by side and multitask? Well, on yeah, my that's folding my phone. That's what I mean, though. Is like on a laptop or a tablet, it make like the Surface Book is a great example of actually it would solve the weird detaching thing because you just fold it up. Like yeah. if you want a tablet, just fucking fold the keyboard. Like whatever. I, yeah, I, there's not a lot of use cases for this. So look, let's come is back like to that. A, is it like a large phone or a mini tablet or a mini well, it's, mini it's, that's like That's the best laptop. part. It's neither. <laughs> Do we really need another like size? No, it's we've just talked, a way to sell more shit. We've talked almost every episode about this concept of our phones do everything, and maybe we need more phones that do one thing well. Mm. And so this is just another step in like, okay, whatever you use a tablet for or an e-reader for, replace that with a foldable phone. Give me an e-ink folding display, and yeah, then we'll I'm talk. There. Let's talk about that. That's what I want. All yeah, right. But- Speaking of phones. <laughs> Wait, go ahead, Freddie. No, it's fine. <laughs> Energizer, a company that oh. I haven't read news about in ever, released a phone that lasts a week. An absolute unit. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, okay. it looks it's ridiculous. It's like the thickest lad. Right. It's like three or four iPhones thick. Yeah. Right, but I do see uh, cases where this is really nice. Well, yeah, it's okay, great. but here's, yeah. the th- here's the thing. Why They made a, a battery with a phone attached to it. Why not yeah. just do it the other way? Like, like... They should have just made a case that was, like, this big that fit a phone. Like a heck like, and case. Like, why do I... I don't want to... I will take a thick Yo, case. Owen, you know why, why you don't like this phone? It's because it's not for you. It's for your dad. No, I know that. It is exactly the point. But why not just make it a case? It should just no, be a... No, because there's the market saturated with those and everyone looks stupid. Not that yeah. bad, though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is, like, the Energizer phone is a shit phone with a huge battery doesn't attached like, to it. Doesn't it like Android. I don't know. Maybe doesn't, like, fine. Caterpillar also make, makes phones? They do that one with the infrared. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's so they make phones prone. that I've used it. It's cool. That that are basically unbreakable, and yeah, they make them like for builders. Oh, so man. if if you're working on a job and your phone falls like off, like the scaff- what's it called? Scaffolding. Yeah, it will still be all right. Yeah, you gave me the best segue. <laughs> Lenovo, the makers of the Toughbook, also <laughs> used oh, in construction. The Toughbook. Oh yeah, the Toughbook. You remember the Toughbook? No, they I still know exist. about them. They, yeah. I know a guy with one. They're indestructible. So there's a, you know how there's like a, a like a standard for waterproof mm-hmm. that like IP67. Yeah. So there's a standard for military grade yep. durability. It's like oh. MIL in the series yep. of numbers. The Toughbook's rated. It's like got a rating from the you military. You drive a truck over it. Okay. So <laughs> Lenovo released two laptops. They had a big conference, I guess, an event. It's laptop season. It's laptop season. They released a bunch of new stuff, which is all cool, but I want to focus on two devices. They're the same device. One runs Chrome OS, one runs Windows, and it's $20 more. <laughs> That's so random. Their, their target, so it's the 300E. The target is education and enterprise. Weird. So this is like, you just, you just need like a basic computer. Yeah. But it's spill-proof. 
If you pour oh. a whole 330 ml of liquid can go through the keyboard and out the bottom through the vents. Beautiful. That's a that's amazing. Beautiful. Could you bring it in your bathtub? Probably. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't that. know. It said it, it spill float. proof, not waterproof. <laughs> I have to say, like, if this is for education, kids are the most evil users you can ever have. The shit I had, I worked in education for two years in the IT, like when I was graduated. Oh, oh my God. The things that your users don't do in an enterprise, they do it. Like, kids would use the CD tray as a coffee holder and spill coffee right. inside the computer by closing <laughs> it. They would cut the mice off. Wait. Yeah. They would steal fucking like USB the cables. Mouse ball. Like everything. We had Kate. We bought computers with cages on the back, so you couldn't get the stuff out. Like, and what? This uh, this laptop also has pry proof keys. Ooh, that was another one. Yeah, because the kids would bring like so, keys and just flip them off. If you go to the marketing website for it, yeah. it literally is for teachers. The whole Amazing. thing is marketed to teachers. And it's got, like, pictures of the laptop in a classroom, and it's yeah. all about, like, spills happen and, like, all this stuff. It's, like, literally what this is for, but it's a $279 wow. Chromebook yeah. that is spill-proof, and Apple's are still releasing $4,000 computers <laughs> with fucking space bars that don't <laughs> work after a week. Them, yeah. Yeah. So I just insane. think this is, like, another example of, like, the industry moving ahead of Apple, the, even in stuff like keyboard technology. Chromebooks are just a fascinating thing that's happening completely off the radar of technology like publications. I think nobody's talking about how big it really like they're huge, they're everywhere. Everybody's selling a version of their thing with Chrome OS or Windows. Like that is kind of ridiculous. I and feel then, like they're definitely targeting like my parents' generation more. And kids. Yeah. It's well and every Zach. every kid is yeah, every kid <laughs> in the world basically in like in the in like New Zealand and like Australia and stuff are all using Chromebooks, like it's the default now, and so you grow up expecting it. Speaking of, Microsoft's going to release a version of Windows That's Lite true. to compete That's with true. Chrome OS. They okay. re-architected it. It's actually really fascinating, <laughs> but uh, it's going to get weird this year. Because yeah, Microsoft used to have this like the hand on the education market. Yeah, big and, time because it was free to use Windows there. And they were like looking over here at Apple, being like, "Shit, they're trying to make iPads for education," mm -hmm. and they totally missed the Chromebook spread mm -hmm. that just has eaten the whole industry. Yeah, they lost the the whole space overnight, basically. So there's no competition because they're more expensive. <laughs> like, what the heck? Okay, I went through my two post-it notes worth of okay, stuff to talk right. about. I think, what that's, we miss? I think that's it. I, people listening are going to be like, this whole episode is crazy. But it's not crazy. It's, we just slammed through a month. I'm sorry. We had to get it out. I don't so know. I think Jeff it was Bezos nice. Said. The only thing I, I wanted to mention is the beginning of the month. Mm. Spotify bought Gimlet Media. Oh, my God. We, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> but they also bought... a podcasting tool which anchor. one anchor yeah, yeah. that was weird because it leaked that they were buying gimlet media and then it was like oh by the way we're buying also anchor it was like yeah they spent <laughs> was it like 400 million 228 million to buy both they didn't say what the price of either was i really i'm really curious to see what's going to do to the company and or to gimlet or to spotify both okay because, okay, so podcasting has been a thing that's been growing and growing and growing. It's, I think it's quite popular at the moment. And, like, Gimlet definitely had a hand in, like, it growing really big yeah. because they have, they have really good content, right? Mm -hmm. So I've, I have started noticing that there, there's this one podcast that I listen to that's about music. Mm -hmm. um, and Spotify bought that, I think, last summer. Oh. Or they didn't buy it. They uh, offered him a sponsorship. Oh, that's okay. it, I think. So they were like, hey, um, do you, would you mind, like, working for us mm. and he would release um 
his podcast over uh, Spotify first or whatever. Um, And that made total sense because it was a podcast about music. So what he did was he would just take an album and make a 10 episode um, rundown actually of like everything in the album, which is really cool. Let's put it in the show notes. It's really good. Um, Podcast is called dissect. Um, But I was like, "Mm, that's interesting. And I mean, um, we were able to listen to podcasts on Spotify for a while now, which I thought was interesting. I've never done it. You've never done it? I've, <laughs> no. I have done it. And I do really like the idea that you can share a podcast through Spotify really easily. Yeah. Because you can just send a link as you do with an album link yeah, as well, yeah. which is nice. Um, is cool. It's now my primary podcast app. Really? Really? Yeah, I switched completely to Spotify. I've never even nice. seen a podcast anyway. I've never. So I saw, I think... You tweeted about this at some point, Owen, and someone brought up that they were like, I love using Spotify because mm. I don't have to download the podcasts on my phone and I can just stream oh, them, which is nice because recently I was looking at my iPhone and I was out of like memory. Oh, yeah. And it was because there was like 20 gigs of podcasts <laughs> on my phone. I'm like, <laughs> why? I, there's no reason for that to be there yeah. after I listen to a fucking episode. Which is a setting in the Apple Podcast app, but you have to turn it on. It's yeah. opt-in uh, to get it to auto-delete listens podcasts. Right. But, but this is the thing. Podcasts succeeded despite Apple. And right. the Spotify moving in is like amazing because they're like kind of just like steamrolling. Yeah, so I think Apple has been snoozing on it for a long time yeah. and now uh, Spotify um, is, is they're taking the lead now um, I'm cur- curious to see what other players are going to do well there's Pocket Casts as well which is NPR now there's I um, think hmm? I think the one no one's paying attention to is Amazon so I started noticing Amazon that on podcast. so I started noticing on a lot of my podcasts that there's all of a sudden sponsored by Audible oh. which oh, I think yeah. is smart yeah. Audible's owned oh. by Amazon but it's like you're already listening to content, so yeah. it's like a good audience for audiobooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have this section on Audible called Audible Originals. Though they also They're sponsor like, a lot of YouTube videos. Oh, oh. interesting. A lot of that them. That makes sense. Like, oh, you listen to content or watch content, here's another place for it. That's smart. Yeah. God, all they I hear have... is Squarespace ads. <laughs> Fucking fuck off, Squarespace. How many people do you think you need to... Okay, I'm done. Well, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're worried about um, yeah. Webflow, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So uh, Audible Originals are things that are made by the company Audible and that are only available on their platform. And right now it's mostly audiobooks, but some of them are starting to feel like episodic podcasts a little bit. So I do think that there's an opportunity here for Amazon to make a big move. Mm. Yeah. Um, And they've got the money to do it. I mean, they've also been making movies and series and whatever. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't really, yeah. It is interesting that, like, Apple ignoring it has left the window open for Spotify. Like, Spotify is going about it in a way that it seems like they're trying to steal it away from iTunes. Do, do you think podcasts can really become, like, actual mainstream? Yes. Uh, I think Here's, not as big as TV. But, but TV's but not as big, big as YouTube. No, I mean, like, visual content. But I think it will have a big audience regardless. Like, it will be huge. So here's yeah. the thing. It does feel like a niche thing sometimes. Yeah. Whenever I mention I listen to 10 hours of podcasts a week, people are like, you are it's, fucking nerdy. It's the new radio, okay? Like, it's that's the new radio, like, yeah. It, it's ra- it replaces radio. Well, okay, so, like, the benefit of podcasts over YouTube is YouTube is owned by a platform. It's yeah. a platform versus, like, you have an RSS feed and it goes out. However, Apple, still Apple had a stranglehold on it, right? Yeah. You have to, like, host from Apple and then it goes out to all the players. Yeah. 
Spotify is actually hosting the files themselves now. We don't even yeah. see it in our stats because of that. Exactly. So they're trying to do the same thing Apple's doing, and I think it's going to make it get really weird really fast. Yeah. Where <laughs> with Gamelet Media, like, there might be a point where a new podcast comes out by them that's only available Yeah, they won't put it on the iTunes one. And I think that actually is fair enough at this point. Like, it's crazy that the only way to get your podcast meaningfully out there is to use iTunes. Like, yeah. it is crazy. So Gimlet Media actually started out as an idea. The idea that they had was to build a new form of podcasting, yeah. like an app that makes you, like, makes podcasting nicer because it's really annoying to link stuff. Yeah. Like, Apple doesn't do anything with it. Yeah. Like, there's so much stuff that could be so cool. For instance, um, say I mention a photo of a horse. I could, like, maybe show yeah. it on your device. Right. How cool would that be? Um, that's not really possible. Like so the SoundCloud player, you say can SoundCloud. put comments on stuff. Like, how is that not a thing? Right. And SoundCloud yeah. used to be a big place for podcasts, too. Uh, ours was hosted there, so you could comment on it for a long time. Wow. Like, Yeah. I think the other thing here about the Gimlet Media acquisition was not for their existing content, but one of the things that Apple Music has that competes with Spotify so well is their Beats One radio. Mm. Yeah. And it's not this ever-playing radio that's what's the problem that Spotify can't replicate. It's the... They do interviews yeah. throughout with with famous artists. Oh, and Spotify doesn't and have And so it, yeah. I think Spotify... I think they've had a couple so far where they've done, like, interview series. Right. But I think that they could now, with Gimlet Media, they've got an organization yeah. that can be doing content I would, around music. I love the idea of that, yeah. like, blindly listening to something. Like... Right, but I wouldn't go and look for it in Spotify, indeed. No, if but I if think you're of... listening to the... St- if you go yeah. to Lizzo's station, and you know, there's always that album that's like, this is Lizzo, and it's not an album, it's just like all the popular songs. Yeah. There could be an interview in there. Spotify yeah. is fascinating because, like, it succeeds despite itself. It's amazing to me that you can follow an artist on Spotify, and they never tell you anything. Like, I subscribe to people. Like, they have that follow feature. It doesn't push you a notification about them. Like, if they release music, or if they, like, have a concert need, they don't tell oh, you anything. Yeah, you they do, comment. actually. No, I... only if you pay. No, <laughs> yeah. pay for Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. The artist has to pay to get the push to go to everybody. Oh, uh. so what I do get from Spotify, and this is probably because I have the emails on yeah. for them, is that they sent me a summary of shows nearby yeah yeah I've seen, that, I've seen that one but like none of it is in the app like you can go you have to go to the yeah. page yeah, yeah and like i would love to get like a notification like hey yeah. this artist you've been listening to like, for a I long want, time i want a has a new full album screen pop-up on that because you get them full sometimes screen, but only sc- for the page shit like it'll be like, like drake pop-ups. has a new album i'm like piss off i don't subscribe to that person like why don't you do it for the things it's very strange that like the social part's so broken and i hope they bring it back for podcasts <laughs> it's still better than Apple Music Connect and oh. Ping and Ugh. all the times Apple's no, they killed, tried to they do killed it. the Apple Music thing. I know, yeah. So I think it's it's promising because the the combination of Gimlet and Anchor is the thing that gets me excited. Like Anchor yeah. is a creation tool and it lowers the barrier. Now Spodcast, Spodcast, that's what they should call it. <laughs> Spodcast, that'll be their podcast. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, so no, so Sponsor you can us. send the check to yeah, yeah. Spotify. I think like. The goal will be letting anybody create a podcast. The amount of work it is today to like make one is like you have to go and like create a simple cast account and figure out why the hell you need that. And like you have to put the files somewhere, yeah, which is it, like a weird It was thing. hard to get it listed on iTunes yep. and then get it out to all the players because some of them pick it up automatically and others yep. you just have to tell them it's on iTunes by sending them the link and mm-hmm. then it's listed. Yeah, and I think that is 
really interesting from a perspective of like more voices. Like I think it's cooler if there's more people out there doing it. Like the most popular podcasts right now are often technology or news focused and I would love if there was more stuff. No, <laughs> you're you're totally wrong. Like the most popular podcast is 99% invisible. Yeah, that's true. And then there's a lot of like and story podcasts <laughs> and I mean But no, the top 50, if you look at the top 50, it's 50% technology podcasts mm-hmm. because of the audience mostly and because it's gamed. Because there's a Dark yeah, Diaries yeah, 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 yeah. episode about this that all it takes is a thousand downloads to get to the top 50. Right. I think the long view here is GarageBand's going to get better. I don't know about <laughs> that. When was the last time they did anything with those I think tools? it's going to be three years, but I think it'll happen. Yeah, maybe. Because, okay, so Spotify buys Anchor. Yeah. They make it easier for anybody. Just like... No, I know exactly how this will go. Apple is going to make another app like Clips that yeah, nobody wants or true. will use and GarageBand will die and everyone's like, what are you doing? And then, yeah, that's it. I mean, GarageBand's like 90% there on iOS, yeah. not the desktop version. They're very different at this point. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but the iOS version of GarageBand is like 90% of the way there what to a, what make a miss, podcasts. Though. What a miss. Yeah, Anchor absolutely. is an iOS first app. What is? Anchor. It's oh, an iPad app. Yeah, You can't true. even make something without an iPad. What a miss. They should have acquired it. Yeah. Well, but that's not Apple. But don't story. worry, they're busy buying Shazam for some reason. <laughs> so Apple's buying Shazam. They already bought them. Yeah, they bought Shazam. Weird, right? That's weird. What? Like what? Why? Well, it, it was probably that cost them too much hitting the API through <laughs> Siri. <laughs> yeah. No, true. It, it's uh, yeah, that's exactly why it happened. Um, oh God. Okay, I think we're through. <laughs> this is a good. Are episode. we? This, <laughs> this so is like much. the most like. <laughs> episode like it's just like everything I love this it. is what our conversations sound like when we catch up yeah. no it's true so. well i mean what what can you expect after a month yeah exactly so uh <laughs> that's that so wait we never recorded the intro that's correct there's no <laughs> intro this week this is it we should do the intro at the end it's just nice to have an episode where it's like let's download all of the things we missed we really didn't do it an intro. There was no, no that's my fault. I was happened. like, oh, let's do a pre-show. No, this all <laughs> happened. I love it. So if you enjoyed this, you should rate us on iTunes. I don't know why I'm saying that, but please do, because I don't know. Rate us I, on Spotify. Yeah, just rate us somewhere. No, follow us on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, follow us. Do something. Just tweet it. I don't even care. Just do anything. Um, we have a Discord you can join, which is in the show notes. The show notes are at chargepodcast.com and often in the podcast app, actually, directly, if it supports that, which is nice. Uh, I don't think the iTunes one does. It does. It does now? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So ignore that (laughs) comment. Other than that, please email us if you have any comments, thoughts, feedback, hate, love, whatever. Hello at chargepodcast.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, Biscuits. Bye, Biscuits.